This is I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. The following is a recent Sunday morning message given by Pastor Robert Brown. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to be coming out of 1 John 4 and 18. Hallelujah. 1 John 4 and 18. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let me set this up. Hallelujah. John, this is the same John that wrote the Gospel of John, who wrote the book of Revelation, has wrote, written 1st, uh, 2nd, and 3rd John. Amen. He is dealing with false teachers here. Amen. He's trying to encourage the church. He's trying to disrupt what these false teachers are trying to teach, that Jesus was a ghostly figure, that he did not come in the flesh, that he did not shed his blood. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So he's trying to stabilize the church during a difficult time towards the end of the first century. Hallelujah. By cutting off, hallelujah, this false doctrine. Hallelujah. And with that being said, amen, let's jump into our scripture. I'm reading from the King James Version. Amen. Hallelujah. Very familiar scripture. We've all read it before. It reads, there is no fear in love. But perfect love casteth out fear. Because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Today's message is going to kind of be a part two of last week. We talked about no more trauma, that it is no longer our burden to carry our trauma. Hallelujah. Trauma is a result of this fallen world. We talked about trauma. We were specifically talking about in our souls being a rip or a tear in our souls that has not been repaired. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And we came to the conclusion last week as the Lord led us, amen, that trauma was no longer our burden to carry. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But that God wanted to guard. God is the guardian of our hearts. Hallelujah. That he guards our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Somebody say hallelujah. Glory to God. With that said, amen, hallelujah, in this fallen world, as a result of Adam and Eve's choice, hallelujah, and we see in Scripture, amen, that they were in fear after they sinned, hallelujah, and separated them from God, hallelujah, glory to God. But we, hear, we, see, we read here that there is no fear in love. They, they uh, because of their choice, they believed that God had stopped loving them. And many of us, amen, we have many testimonies in the room. We have things that we have been through, things we've experienced, amen, hallelujah, that have caused us to be traumatized, that caused us to seemingly think that we have disqualified ourselves from God's love. As a result, amen, we, become in, we come into emotional turmoil. Hallelujah, glory to God. And although many of us are spiritually mature, and others of us are mentally mature. Our emotional maturity is impacted by the trauma we've experienced in our lives. And then when we find ourselves in a leadership position, not just being a pastor, amen, but being a father, being a mother, hallelujah, being a leader on your job, hallelujah, we can't be truly effective, truly an example for Christ because of the emotional turmoil we've been through. God wants a healthy church. Amen. Hallelujah. And in this case, he wants us healthy in our maturity. Hallelujah. I can give you all the revelations. I can prophesy to you. I can do all these things. But if I'm emotionally compromised, hallelujah, I can get in the way of God's will. One of my biggest challenges as a husband, as a, as a father, has been that, hallelujah, although I've been growing spiritually and now I'm pastor, I'm all this, hallelujah, that emotionally I've not been healed and it's impacted my marriage and my children. How many pastors in the pew not healed emotionally? Hallelujah. With that said, hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's take a quick look at this word perfect. Amen. Talking about perfect love. It is a Greek word. Amen. In its original text. Teleos. Hallelujah. It's an adjective. Hallelujah. And it's, it means consummated or complete or, or to achieve a perfect goal, mature, consecrated 
consummated from going through the necessary stages to reach the end goal, i.e. developed into consummating completion by fulfilling the necessary process or the spiritual journey. It is a spiritual journey, to sum all these fancy words up, it is a spiritual journey to get to emotional maturity which God would have us all to be at. Hallelujah. It's not enough to quote the Greek amen and to prophesy and do all that. If I'm emotionally damaged, I'm going to damage my listeners. Hallelujah. Glory to God. How many angry preachers have you seen because hurt people hurt people? How many mean ushers and mean bosses we have in the secular world? Hallelujah. Because we have not been healed. Hallelujah. Glory to God. With that said, our message today is emotional maturity, the final frontier. It's where he's taking us. Hallelujah. Emotional maturity, the final frontier. Many of our church hurt is because, hallelujah, the people we encountered were hurt themselves. Hallelujah. They weren't emotionally mature because their pain had not been healed. Hallelujah. We're going to get healed today. Hallelujah. We're going to grow today. Hallelujah. Join me as I pray. Father God, we come before you in the matchless name of Jesus. We thank you and praise you for every soul here, Lord God. But this task you've given me today is far, far too great for me. You are the preacher. You are the teacher. Preach today. Teach today like never before. And we won't fail to give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor because you do all things well. In Jesus' name, somebody help me by saying amen. amen. Emotional maturity, the final frontier. Amen. This is where Pastor Brown still has to go. Amen. Hallelujah. There's some things he has to work out in me. It's a journey. Hallelujah. It's a journey for all of us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And it's not so much a demand, but today we're going to unveil God's supply. Hallelujah. To help us to heal, to help us to grow, to help us to mature. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's go to the next slide here. Hallelujah. Let's look at this definition real quick. Emotional maturity is when someone can manage their emotions, hallelujah, no matter their circumstances. Hallelujah. Let me read that again. Emotional maturity is when someone can manage their emotions no matter their circumstances. Let me go on to read the second part. They know how to respond to tough situations and still keep their cool. Hallelujah. It is a skill set. Hallelujah. They can consistently work on over time. It's a journey that Jesus will take us through as we mature and grow. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. He's taking us to this place. Quick testimony. I, uh, I, I, Without giving up too much, hallelujah, I was at work the other day, and I had planned a trip for all of our students, hallelujah, glory to God, and one of, the cur- one of my coworkers said something kind of slick to me, so I had a decision to make. Am I going to say something slick back to this person? Possibly ruin the trip and the kids' good time? Or I'm going to, hallelujah, walk out the room and allow God to deal with me and get over it and let everybody have a good time. Hallelujah. And let the day just, hallelujah, turn out good. Hallelujah. It was, it was, I felt it for a second, amen. I, I, I wanted to say something back. I wanted to give her back what she gave me. Hallelujah. But there was a pause. I just said, okay, let me just walk out the room. See, when the scripture says, when Paul said to Timothy, flee also youthful lust, it's just not about sex and all that, hallelujah. I had to walk out the room. I had to remove myself from the situation. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Without thought of, oh, everybody's laughing at me. Everybody's making fun of me. They're going to think I'm not a man. Hallelujah. Just walk out the room. Because my definition of what a man is, hallelujah, is, up to, is, is what Christ thinks of me. Hallelujah. And not with other people. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Emotion. He's taking me there. Hallelujah. This is nothing about Robert. Amen. It's all about Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Next slide, please. Our journey to emotional maturity starts with the understanding of how much God loves us. 
you would be amazed how many Christians don't really get it that God loves them unconditionally. We were talking about two weeks ago about transactional Christianity where we're making deals with God. Well, God, I promise to put down these new ports, amen, if you promise to do this for me. Making deals with God, hallelujah. Lord, I'll get in this $100 line, hallelujah, if you promise to bless you. Know, we, we get into this transactional Christianity, hallelujah, glory to God. And we miss out on relationship where we understand that God loves us unconditionally. And that I don't have to make deals with him, that he is just, God is love. Hallelujah, glory to God, a loving father, amen, that will correct us in times where we need to be corrected, amen, but he's not trying to destroy us, he's not trying to kill us, hallelujah, glory to God, as I used to think, hallelujah, amen, but our journey to emotional maturity starts with an understanding of how much God loves us, next slide please, hallelujah, we're coming out of Romans 8, 38 through 39, we're reading for the New Living Translation, which is a more modern English Hallelujah, to help us to have better understanding with our modern minds. Amen. This is the apostle, the apostle Paul talking to the church at Rome. Hallelujah. And he says, and I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Let's stop there for a second. Hallelujah. Nothing, hallelujah, can separate you from God's love. Nothing, no thing can separate you from the love of God. Adam and Eve thought something could separate them from the love of God. They put the fig leaves on. Hallelujah. They ran away. They hid from God. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. Hallelujah. If you believe it, just say amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today or our worries for tomorrow. Hallelujah. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. The love of God is revealed to us in Christ Jesus our Lord. That somebody came and laid down their life for our sins, hallelujah, our secret rendezvous, our hiccups, our habits, hallelujah, glory to God, our sneaking out the house, hallelujah, whatever we did, hallelujah, nothing can separate us from the love of God. Even the person at my job, hallelujah, glory to God, if they receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior, can't be separated from the love of God just because they hurt my feelings. We've got to love our enemies. We'll act like this God just loves me and doesn't love the other person. The other person had their tr whatever they went through. Not saying that what they did was right, hallelujah, glory to God, but God loves them. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Next slide, please. Especially you young people, you need to know that you are not a mistake or accident, but precious to God. If you were born out of wedlock, if you were wh whatever you were, hallelujah, you were not an accident. You are precious to God. Hallelujah. If, you, uh, if your parents are divorced, whatever it is, you are precious to God. Hallelujah. Things happen. We live in a fallen world. Hallelujah. But you are precious to God. This is not the world that God intended. Amen. Hallelujah. This is the world that man chose. Hallelujah. And we got the mess we got. Hallelujah. Six dollar gas. Hallelujah. Whatever it is. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's take a look at the next slide, please. Let's look at the words of David. Amen. He says, you made all the delicate inner parts of my body. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We don't need to receive when people are trying to tease us. Amen. And shame us about our bodies. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He made us. Hallelujah. And knit me together in my mother's womb. Hallelujah. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Hallelujah. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in the uh, other seclusion. As I was woven together in the dark of the womb. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. You saw me before. 
before I was born. Hallelujah. Every day my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. How precious are your thoughts about me, O oh God. They cannot be numbered. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand. And when I wake up, you are still with me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You are precious to God. Hallelujah. He's intimately familiar with you. Amen. Even before your birth. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. See, we think hard times and difficulties and financial challenges and broken relationships, hallelujah, reflects the way God feels about us. No, this is a result of this fallen world. The world is broken. He's coming back to get us for a reason because the world is broken. There's going to be a new heaven and new earth. Why? Because this one is broken. You're precious to him. In spite of what you go through, which he never intended for you. Hallelujah. He, he put Adam and Eve in a lush garden with everything they could need. But they chose to live apart from God. And we got what we got. We got what we got. Taxes. <laughs> Work. Sweats. By God. Know you're precious to God. We're talking about emotional maturity. Hallelujah. Got to know you're loved. Got to know you're loved. Unconditionally loved. Mama may have not given it to you. Daddy may not given it to you. Amen. Although we are honoring the fathers today. Amen. But your heavenly father looks at you as precious. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. Hallelujah. A part of our journey towards emotional maturity is learning how to be content regardless of the circumstances we face. Uh-oh. Learning to be content regardless of the circumstances we face. We are so used to being happy, which is a result of happenings. And the world teaches this, hallelujah, and it has infiltrated the church that we don't know how to be content regardless of the circumstances we face. Because I'm not happy. The Joneses got a brand new car. I don't have a brand new car. Next slide, please. This is the Apostle Paul again. He's talking to the church at Philippi, and they had blessed him with a financial gift when other churches he had ministered to did not. This is a little off topic, but if God would ever to raise you up and cause you to be evangelist, Would you just be totally destroyed if that church didn't give you an offering? This man did his job, whether he got an offering or whether he didn't. Yes, a laborer is worthy of their hire. I know the scripture, yes. Should he have gotten one? Yes. But yet the gospel still had to be preached. Hallelujah. I remember being in the church and raising this big offering, amen, getting $75. The gospel still had to be preached. Was I treated right? No. Was I defrauded? Yes, I was. But the gospel still had to be preached. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's see what Paul's saying to us. He says, not that I speak from any personal need, for I have learned to be content and self-sufficient through Christ. Let me start right here. Hallelujah. He's learned to be content and self-sufficient through Christ. Hallelujah. This is not Paul in his own strength, but this is him allowing Christ. Hallelujah. The Christ that lives within by way of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. To uh, mature him spiritually that despite 
him being defrauded of what was his, hallelujah, he was content. And self-sufficient through Christ, satisfied, hallelujah, doesn't mean you won't be satisfied, satisfied to the point where I'm not disturbed or uneasy. It's a scripture that talks about love not the world or anything in it. We got to wear this world loosely. I got a nice car out there, hallelujah. But guess what, hallelujah, that nice car has a crack in its roof. Ain't no cracking God. <laughs> That's a bad joke. God ain't on crack. <laughs> That's a bad joke. I'm sorry. Hallelujah. Got that car four months ago. And the roof is made out of glass. But now there's a crack in it. Am I, I have to have a potential temper tantrum and just be emotionally? A, it's a thing. It can break. My God's well able to fix it. I'm going to get the testimony when it is fixed. Free of charge. Hallelujah. 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 I'm not tripping off that. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The gospel still has to be preached. Hallelujah. I still got to get up and go to work. Hallelujah. I can't trip off of that. Hallelujah. I got to keep going. Amen. Hallelujah. I got to be undisturbed. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Free from uneasiness. Regardless of my circumstances, hallelujah. Next slide, please. Verse 12, amen. I'm reading from the Amplified Version. I know how to get along and live humbly in difficult times. I also know how to enjoy abundance and live in prosperity. In any and every situation, in, in, in any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing life. The secret in facing life. Whether well-fed or going hungry, whether having an abundance or being in need. Next slide, please. Verse 13. I can do all things which he has called me to do, which he has called me to do. In this case, what did he call him to do? Suffer for the gospel's sake. Through him who strengthens and empowers me. Who strengthens and empowers him to be able to endure these difficulties? Hallelujah. It is Christ. To fulfill the purpose, I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses me with inner strength and confident peace. Sounds like this man is emotionally mature. There was a point in my life I thought the Lord was trying to kill me. Was a young minister. Nothing was going my way. And I shouted to God, why are you trying to kill me? I didn't hear from God for three days. It's not that he was mad at me and was trying to punish me. He was giving me space to cool down. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I was caught up in transactional Christianity. Lord, I done gave my tithes. I picked up these people from the airport. I served my pastor. I was talking like God owed me something. When he gave me everything, he gave me Jesus. He forgave all my sins. I forgot about that. I forgot about all the dirt I had done. Because my relationship with him was transaction-based and not a relationship. I was an ordained minister. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> but I was emotionally unhealthy. I remember going down to Texas, amen, and, and the saints that are here have heard this many times before, amen, and the church failed, and I became emotionally unhealthy and entertained suicidal thoughts as an ordained minister, as a newly installed pastor, because I was basing my well-being on things going my way, as opposed to, Lord, have your way in me. Infuse me with power and strength. Help me to be self-sufficient through your sufficiency. In other words, everything I need comes from him from within it's not from getting it from without 
it comes from within by way of the Holy Spirit. I'm not dependent on, I should not be dependent on who loves me out here or how this one is treating me or how much money I have. I, we all need money, don't get me wrong. Hallelujah, glory to God. But it is in him. I live, I move, and I have my being. I was listening to a song today called, uh, give me help, Jaira. And the lyrics were talking about, Lord, you're more than enough. You're more than enough. But I was not always there. That he was enough. He was more than enough. Hallelujah. We're on this journey to emotional maturity. Paul is teaching us how to be emotionally mature. Drawing from the Lord, not things going our way. It's drawing from him and being aware of when this happiness thing creeps in and informs us and when we don't get, every, when everything doesn't line up right, we're just emotionally destroyed. God wants us to look to him, wait on him, draw from him, hallelujah, for our, hallelujah, confident peace, our inner strength. Somebody say hallelujah. Glory to God. Next slide, please. Saints, the Holy Spirit is the key to our emotional maturity. Today's not about demand. Y'all need to get it together. Y'all need to be emotionally mature. Y'all ain't nothing. Not, that's not what today is about. It's about the supply through the Holy Spirit. He's just not for dancing. It's just not for singing. He helps us to grow, to become emotionally mature. I often wonder, how do people make it without the Holy Spirit? I don't know. Hallelujah. Maybe they're holding on by strength. Hallelujah. I need them. Hallelujah. I desperately need them. Hallelujah. Matter of fact, we were designed, hallelujah, to live in concert with the Spirit of God. From the beginning, hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's read. Next slide, please. Amen. We're coming under Galatians 5.22, a very familiar scripture, but we're coming from it from another, we're looking at it from a different perspective, hallelujah, today. But the fruit of the Holy Spirit, the work which he's, his presence within accomplishes, the work which his presence within accomplishes, the work which his presence, the Holy Spirit's presence within a believer accomplishes, he has to accomplish our emotional maturity. It is not a demand on the believer that the preacher gets up and keeps demanding and demanding. And you know what? We as human beings, amen, hallelujah, are immature. We are righteously broke, hallelujah, glory to God. It is what the Lord supplies, hallelujah, that hallelujah, that infuses us with this inner strength and power, amen, hallelujah, to be the Christian, amen, hallelujah, we're called to be, hallelujah. He calls us, but he also supplies us, hallelujah. He equips us, hallelujah, glory to God. So it's not, you need to get yourself together. It's, there's a, an abundant supply available to all of us in Christ Jesus, hallelujah, glory to God. So let me start this again. But the fruit of the Holy Spirit, the work which his presence within accomplishes, stop beating yourself up. It is his job, not yours. It's his job, not yours. Hallelujah. Is love. Hallelujah. He must accomplish love inside you. He, he must build that, convince you that God loves you. Hallelujah. One of the jobs of the Holy Spirit is to unveil the love of Christ to you. Hallelujah. To convince you, he convinced us all to get saved. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Joy or gladness. One of the definitions of joy, amen, is uh, your appreciation for the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. If you believe, hallelujah, that I'm pleasing to God through my keeping the Ten Commandments, which none of us can keep, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Even the Israelites could not keep it. Amen. The Old Testament ended with no resolution to the sin problem. The New Testament opens with the resolution to the sin problem. It is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So joy is an appreciation for the grace of of God that you know you don't deserve this hallelujah you're not involved in transactional Christianity you know it is a work of grace in your life that you are who you are peace patience even and even temper and forbearance 
That's a work of the Holy Spirit. If you don't have patience, don't beat yourself up. If we just need to allow the supply of the Holy Spirit, amen, to infuse our hearts. I should be more patient. I'm working on patience. Well, you're going to be working on patience to the day you die. Allow the Holy Ghost to work in you. Hallelujah. It's about the supply of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Kindness. Oh, my God. Gentleness. Hallelujah. These are things that we don't know. We see in the church. We can shout hallelujah, but we have difficulty being kind and gentle to one another. Why? Because we've not allowed the Holy Spirit to accomplish it in us. We're looking at his supply. We're looking at his supply. This is not demand. This is about the supply of the Holy Spirit. We're talking about being emotionally mature. It is the Holy Spirit that carries us to emotional maturity if we allow him. He won't force himself upon us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Goodness, benevolence, faithfulness. Hallelujah. Goodness or benevolence is ge being generous. Faithfulness, hallelujah. Even your faithfulness to church, amen. Deacon Fields was the most faithful person I've ever met, hallelujah. It was a work of the Holy Spirit inside of him, hallelujah, as he served the church, amen. Gentleness, hallelujah. We spoke about that already. Meekness, humility, self-control, meaning self-restraint, uh, continence. You're struggling with self-control. It's not your burden. It's the Holy Ghost's burden. Your emotions are out of whack. You're teetering on depression. You're an emotional wreck. It's the work of the Holy Spirit. No, it's not when that thing turns around. It's not when your husband starts acting right. It's not when you get that raise. It is a work of the Holy Spirit if you allow it. Where you can be emotionally healed and mature. You may never get that apology from that person. It may never happen. It may never come. That person may never get themselves together, amen. We have a hard enough time and we have the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Mama and daddy ain't coming back from the grave. It is a work of the Holy Spirit. I said this last week, amen. I'm going to say for those of you who are here this week, amen, hallelujah. The people that were in our lives and we were around, including our family members, hallelujah, whether you want to believe it or not, they did their best or the best they knew how to do. Obviously, their best was not good enough in many circumstances. But we were never meant to look at other human beings to get what we need. Amen. Hallelujah. Ultimately, my children need to graduate to the Lord. Amen. I'm, yes, I'm earthly daddy. Amen. Earthly daddy is flawed. Earthly daddy's bald. Earthly daddy got a weight problem. Amen. Hallelujah. Heavenly daddy, hallelujah, loves you perfectly. Can help you heal. His, his jokes aren't, aren't corny like earthly daddy's. Hallelujah. He, earth, uh, heavenly daddy is your all and all. Hallelujah. I fall short. He makes the difference. Hallelujah. Self-control. You're having issues with self-control. Now, specifically, and I don't mean to go too deep into the weeds here, amen, this self-control, as I was doing my research, has to do with self-control in the sexual realm. Hallelujah, just throwing that out there, amen, because that's what it literally means, hallelujah. But for our purposes, our application today, amen, it's the Holy Spirit that gives you the self-control, hallelujah. Against such things, there is no law that can bring a charge. In other words, when I allow the Holy Spirit who infuses the personality of Christ in us or the emotional health of Christ in us, no one can say anything to me. Nobody can say anything to you. Hallelujah. I feel stuck on this sorry thing. 
let me just take a little. Everyone in here that's been hurt or is hurting right now, everyone that's been through something with mommy or daddy, something that works, something with an old boyfriend that broke up with you, long, old marriage, whatever, whatever you've been through, God told me right now to give you the apology. I stand proxy for those people. I apologize to each and every one of you. You didn't deserve it. You didn't earn it. It was not God's intent for you. This is the sorry that you need to hear. I deeply, sincerely apologize to you today. You may not get it from another person, but the God loves you enough. He wanted me to say sorry to you today. Hallelujah. I am sorry. Some of y'all need to receive that. Let's not play church right now. Some of you need this sorry. I am sorry. You didn't deserve it. You didn't earn that. I am sorry. Hallelujah. This is a part of your emotional healing today. I apologize to you. I'm sorry. I did not mean to hurt you. I messed up. I blew it. I didn't make a good choice. And as a result, I hurt you. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. Hallelujah. 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 We're getting emotionally healed today. Hallelujah. It's the work of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. It's not your work. It's not your burden. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Your labor is in vain. It is a work of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That weight. Hallelujah of trying to be perfect, of trying to be the good Christian, of trying to put on a front for everybody. Hallelujah. It's not your burden. It's a work of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. Hallelujah. Let me conclude. Hallelujah. Once the Holy Spirit supplies us with emotional maturity, we can lead now we can lead with emotional intelligence. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, me as a pastor, me on the job as a leader, I can now lead with emotional intelligence. Brother Pastor, what does that mean? What are you talking about with all these fancy words? Let's take a look at it. Next slide, please. Emotional intelligence is the ability to recognize, understand, and manage your own emotions as well as being able to understand and influence the emotions of others. That it's not all about you. You're good. The Holy Ghost has healed you. You're doing all right now. He, from within, has supplied you with inner strength, inner peace. You're no longer uneasy. You're relaxed. Hallelujah. Now you can minister. <laughs> I was ministering out my pain before, but now I'm ministering out my healing that the Holy Spirit has worked inside me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I can be a husband and a father. Amen. Hallelujah. That loves my wife, loves my children. Amen. Out of a healthy emotional state. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You can be a wife. Hallelujah. That ministers. Hallelujah. Then even though he gets on your nerve. Hallelujah. Out of a healthy place emotionally. Love your children out of a healthy place emotionally. Hallelujah. I know Johnny looks just like your husband. Hallelujah. That you can't stand. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But you can minister to Johnny out of a place of healing. <laughs> Woo, Jesus. Emotional intelligence is the ability to recognize, understand, and manage your own emotions. As a pastor, I have to, hallelujah, recognize what's going on in the church. Understand. Manage my own emotions first by being strengthened by the Holy Spirit. And being honest, in my, if I'm going through the other night, I was going through something, amen, and I just told my wife, I need a minute. I, need, I just need to, I need to manage this right now. I, I didn't want to say something wrong. I didn't, I didn't want to be short with her. I didn't want to be curt with her. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I, I, just, I needed 
time to allow the Holy Spirit to first let me know what I was going through. Why am I angry right now? What am I feeling right now? What is the source of my pain emotionally before I tear off and yell at her? As Pastor Brown has done many times in the past, if I'm going to be honest with you, because I didn't manage or allow the Holy Spirit to manage my emotions. How many times have we been rebuked in the church because the pastor was emotionally compromised? Dealt with trauma that was unhealed and was looking for the congregation to heal him or her. How many times did Daddy Obama come home and just rip into us as children because they were emotionally compromised? God's taken us to emotional maturity, he, to emotional intelligence, hallelujah, where we can recognize, understand, and manage our own emotions, especially as Christian folks, as well as being able to understand and influence the emotions of others in a positive way, in a godly way, in a divine way. Hallelujah, that before I step into this building, I need to make sure I'm good. Before I pick up or put on this mic, I need to understand I'm good. Hallelujah. So I don't unleash all the dirt that's in me on y'all. I can't afford to be moody as a pastor. Oh, my God. On my job, I can't afford to come in there. I'm dealing with other people's children. I can't come in there and be moody and damage these innocent children. Holy Spirit, have your way. Flood my spirit with love, peace, and joy. Holy Spirit, let me know what am I going through? Why am I angry right now? Why am I frustrated? Amen. Why do I want to yell? It's his work. It's not yours. We just got to allow them. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Next slide, please. Emotional maturity intelligence boils down to us receiving God's love and freely giving it to others. I'm going to end with this. Next slide, please. We're coming out. We're back in 1 John, and I will end. Hallelujah. This is John again. He says, by this, the love of God was displayed in us, in that God sent his one and only begotten son, the one who is truly unique, the only one of his kind, into the world so that we might live through him. We're supposed to live through him. Everything's connected to Christ. He's the new head of the human race. God put on flesh and became a God-man. He is a man. A man sits on the right hand of Father God. Jesus loved us so much he put on flesh. Never to take it off again. Hallelujah. Glory to God. To take Adam's place where Adam fell. Hallelujah. Jesus succeeded. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We're to live through him. Not through your pastor. Oh my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. In our zeal to lead, amen, sometimes in an emotional uh, compromised state, hallelujah, we step into the place that's reserved for Jesus. And we hurt the people that Jesus loves the most. You know why Moses missed out on the promised land? Moses said, you rebels! Yelled at God's people and missed out on the promise. Is Moses in heaven? Yes, he is. We're talking about his earthly reward was lost because he mistreated the people of God. Wonderful man. Did a lot of wonderful things. But made a bad decision. But in the larger picture, Joshua, his successor, 
is a Hebrew word that means the same as Jesus. Jesus led the people into the promised land. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let me go back to my scripture. By this, the love of God was displayed in us in that God sent his one and only begotten son, the one who is truly unique, the only one of his kind into the world so that we might live through him. In this is love. This is the definition of love according to the Bible. Not that we loved him, not that we were all white, not that we had on our dolly, not that we, hallelujah, glory to God, had on our three-piece suit, not that we acted all holier than thou. It's not that we first loved him, not that we fasted a hundred days, not that we got on the $700 line, not that we first loved him, not that we made the first move, but that he loved us. King James says that he first loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation, that is the atoning sacrifice, the satisfying offering. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm here to tell you today that God's not angry at you. Hallelujah. God's not angry at you. Hallelujah. He poured out his wrath on Christ at the cross. God's not holding a grudge against you. He, before you were even born, poured out his wrath that was deserved for you and me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Reserved for you and I. Hallelujah. On the body of Christ at the cross. He being God anticipated our wrong choices thousands of years in the past. Hallelujah. And sent his son to die in our place. It's not that we first loved him. He first loved us. And the wrath of God was appeased at the cross. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The tribulation and all that will happen after the church is gone and these are to be the people who have rejected God's act of love who are left behind. Hallelujah. The people who said, I don't want God. I want nothing to do with Jesus. And even some of them will get saved. They may, get, may, may die because of their choice. They may get tortured because of their choice. But better to suffer here on earth than to lose that on eternity. Hallelujah. His son to be the propitiation that is the atoning sacrifice, the satisfying offering, amen, for our sins, fulfilling God's requirement for justice against sin and placating his wrath or satisfying his wrath. God was appeased at the cross. His wrath was exhausted on the body of Christ. He's not angry at us. Listen to this term. This is a real heavy term. Beloved. Beloved. He said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Now, John is referring to us, the believer, as beloved. <laughs> If God so loved us in, in, this, in this incredible way, and here's the kicker, we also ought to love one another. Emotional maturity, emotional intelligence is important because we can't effectively love one another how we've been doing it. We need to be healed and whole and mature and intelligent emotionally that the love of God can reign supreme in the church. Some of us don't go to church right now because the church hurt. We have been so damaged, so hurt in the church, so disappointed in the choices of leadership. Hallelujah. I'm not here to beat up leadership. I'm here to tell you they're human. They made mistakes. Amen. Yes, we have to forgive them. Amen. We have to understand they are human. And whatever they did was not through the leading of the Holy Spirit. It was their human choice. I've been hurt over and over and over and over and over again in the church. I'm not here with a silver spoon in my mouth. Church hurt stinks. But I need to be emotionally whole. We need to be emotionally whole, emotionally mature, have emotional intelligence that we might carry out the gospel, hallelujah, to this dying world, that we might love each other 
in the church. Hallelujah. That we might excuse one another. Amen. When we do falter. Hallelujah. And make a mistake. Amen. We don't have to respond to every negative word. Amen. We can keep on walking. Keep on moving. We'll work it out later. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He has to help us. We can't do it on our own. We've been trying. We can't do it. We can't do it. Forgive those leaders. Forgive your parents. Forgive your spouse. Excuse me. Forgive your children. They're human. It's not right what they did, but they couldn't do any better in their own strength. To live the Christian life is impossible. <laughs> Some of y'all looking at me like I'm crazy. Hallelujah. Glory to God. There's only one holy spirit. Hallelujah. To live the Christian life is impossible from your own human strength. Hallelujah. It could only live by Christ. Only Christ can live the Christian life, and he lives it through us by way of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's not about mimicking him. It's about allowing the Holy Ghost to have his way. I'm done. You can stop there. Hallelujah. Somebody give him a praise. Hallelujah. Friends, if you are impacted by this message about Jesus Christ and want to receive his love and forgiveness, say these words with me. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Please forgive me of all sins, transgressions, and iniquities. I believe you died to pay the penalty for all my sins, past, present, and future. I believe you rose from the dead as the evidence that Father God accepted your sacrifice for my sins. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Friends, if you said that prayer sincerely, you are saved and one day going to heaven. So God bless you. God loves you. And go on with the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for joining us at I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. We hope the message blessed you and unveiled the love of Christ to you in a greater way. God bless.